Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined as always by number one in your heart, number 41 on the field, Chargers fullback Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how is this Wednesday treating you? It's treating me absolutely legendary, baby. That's right, legendary. That's the word, legendary. I'm happy to be alive, happy to be doing this show. Looking forward to a, another great show. Looking for an exciting weekend leading up to the Chargers and Niners play, uh, game, big, play, big, big preseason game. So excited to talk to you today about what the Niners, what I saw in their first preseason game. And I'm excited to hear what you saw with the Chargers in their first preseason game. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know what? I'm going to go age before uh, age before beauty. So I'm going to let you decide. Are we going to do Niners first or Chargers first? You know what? Let's go with <laughs> let's go with the team that's near and close and dear to my heart. Let's go Chargers first, baby. All right. So um, I mean, obviously, everybody knows by now that uh, Brandon Staley has announced that no no starters are going to no not no starters. If you already have your spot solidified on this team, you will not be playing. That's Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Uh, Jared Cook, uh, Limval Joseph, Derwin James, Austin Eckler. Some of these big name guys aren't playing at all during preseason. To me, Lorenzo, it's the Charger holding their cards. They're at the poker table. They're holding their cards very close to the chest. They don't want to show their offense. They don't want to show their defense. They want to wait and uh, wait till that week one against the Washington football team um, to really show what they have. And I, I think it's I think it's smart, but at the same time, it could be a little bit um nerve-wracking just because that's going to be the first time your team i mean and brandon saley said it our practices are as hard if not harder than preseason games which yes brandon has the guys running around there's no walking there's none of that so but it's going to be interesting to see if if the chargers uh starters aren't rusty when they play week one against washington because washington's been playing all their guys so it'll be interesting to see how that goes but um good game chase dan for first play or first drive lorenzo 20 plays up the field for chase daniel and the chargers offense uh and we a report came out recently lorenzo that the defensive coordinator's microphone was shut off so the rookie linebacker was having to call all the plays he was the one calling the defense maybe that's why they went on a 20 play drive uh has that ever happened to you have you ever uh whether preseason uh, college game ever have you ever had the coach or one of the coaches microphones off and you guys basically have to go at it or or is that or is that rare to to hear no it's rare to hear but it's happened i mean i've been in where the quarterback couldn't hear the call so he go in two minute grit drill and just go and leaves it up and a lot of times even in, in a lot of the games you know fernando especially two minutes who thinks who do you think who do you think a lot of times the coaches tell their quarterback you got it it's two minute you know what plays you want to run. You know what you like to throw. You know what to do. So a lot of times in the pros, some of these guys have the two-minute drill before halftime that the coach just let them go out there and do it quite often to none. So basically what some of the key things that we saw was where Sean Slater played for 20 snaps, like I said, on that first drive. Um, he's missed practice the last two days, Lorenzo, with some lower back tightness. I guess uh, they were going with um, the charge were going through a walkthrough on Monday morning. 
and he felt a little bit of tightness and Brandon Staley said dude relax take it easy don't we don't want you to to we don't want you to rush it and then something happened worse so they've had him rest uh Brandon Staley said that he will be back on Thursday for the joint practice against the 49ers um it really Lorenzo what stood out to me the most was the rook this rookie class nine rookies uh, are uh were drafted by the Chargers this year they drafted all nine of them uh, one of them, the seventh round pick, Mark Webb, did not play because he had a hamstring issue. Mark Webb has looked good during practice. He's picked off three passes, so he's played well. But going back to the rookies, every single rookie had an impact in this game one way or another, whether it was special teams, offense, defense. So that's really rare to see, to see all these rookies make an impact. Uh, and I know it's only preseason, but it was just good to see some of these rookies. Asante Samuel Jr. knocked down a couple of passes. There was one pass, Lorenzo, where it was a little swing pass. He runs out and he just clobbers the the, the receiver and he gets up and he lets him know about it. I'm like, oh, here comes the flag. And nope, they didn't flag him. But man, he reminds me so much of his dad. But that's basically my takeaway, Lorenzo. The rookies really did well so uh sh- tell us about the other side the the uh 49er side what 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 should we know over the, um from that side well i'll tell you a guy that you know you gotta watch this number number 23 on the program i like him hastings oh. and he ran really hard you know raheem Mostert didn't play a lot of starters didn't play raheem uh, but hastings this guy man he's a load he's quick he's get in and out of the ho- get in and out of the holes run pretty physical Look for this young man to tote the ball a lot more um, this game. I don't know if they're going to play Raheem Mostert. You know, I know they're going to probably practice him winning out there, but don't know if they'll hold him out because of the fact that, you know, what he brings to the table. They don't want to have him injured. So I really like what Hastings brought to the game. Offensively, you know, it's Trey. Everyone wants to see what this young rookie's going to do. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, to my opinion, though, I thought he played well enough on those couple plays. He was three for three. Very decisive with the ball. And so I think they're going to play because I think they're going to play Jimmy a little bit more because there's already Trey's nipping at his heel, nipping at his heel. So that matchup, I want to see. I think Jimmy right now, though, just far as X's and O's and knowing where to go with the ball, you can kind of tell Trey area is a little bit of, you can tell he's a little younger and kind of not a little indecisive at times. But Jimmy, look for him to play the first, second, maybe first, and maybe second quarter because Jimmy wants to show. That is his job. Well, let me tell you about Trey. This guy, when you watch him, and it's going to be interesting because you know the Chargers got that flash going defense. You know they want to run to the ball. That bootlegs. When Trey's out on that edge, that bootleg, boom, he makes a good play play action, and he turns outside. And it's tough because the defensive end, when you, that handoff is so important, if he doesn't stay home, that running back now can cut back if it's a, if it's a give. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't come down the line, but if he stays out wide, they're like, all right, let's let the running back cut back. If he pinches, the quarterback has the option to pull that thing. And then when he pulls and gets out on the perimeter, if you're a safety and if you're linebackers, you can't just run. You can't just drop back into space because he'll take off and he'll hurt you with his legs. So look for that to be kind of a matchup for the Chargers and watch how the defense, see what the Chargers are going to do to contain Trey, how they're going to keep him in the pocket. And then, you know, a guy that's been on, you know, been a guy that was a first round pick, you know, that is Josh Rosen, who's been around the block he came in you know in the second half and I thought he played pretty well he threw you know some threw some forced some balls at times but I thought that he overall understanding the grips and the graphs of the offense he looked okay Rosen looked okay to me smart kid so I think that he's safe I know people think this is a first round bust I don't know yet 
I think you'll be able to look at that and watch him. I think he's good with the ball, very much more athletic than I thought he would be. So he was good. Defensively, we didn't get to see Fred Warner. We didn't get to see the Bosa. It's going to be two Bosa brothers. They're probably going to be sitting on the sideline. Neither one of them probably going to play. But I want to see what's going to happen with Fred. Are they going to play Fred Warner? Fred Warner is the glue of that defense. If he gets hurt, you know, the defense, as he goes, the defense goes. So just interesting just to see how this Niner defense can fly around. They made some plays a little bit in the secondary, but they got to get some more pressure if they're going to use some of these second, second-year guys and third-year guys to try to put some more pressure because, you know, a lot of the starters didn't play. Solomon, of course, Nicky Bosa did not play. So you want to see what they're going to continue to do up front. And then, you know, the, you know, with the departure of Richard Sherman, how is that secondary is going to be? Tart's been injured. Who's going to be that secondary leader? I know they got, you know, Dix. They got, you know, uh, they brought in Dix. You know, he was a first rounder years ago when you played, of course, for Green Bay. And then, went, then he also went to the Chicago Bears, signed him last week. So um, he probably will play this week. So just trying to see how these teams start to develop especially the second and third string guys, those type of guys, they're going to get a lot of playing time. Yeah, I know. And, and you know what, Lorenzo, I'm a little disappointed because I saw a report yesterday that Nick Bosa will not practice at all in the joint practice. So I was very disappointed. I really wanted to see Nick and Joey on the field. I know tomorrow they're, they're, they're honestly Lorenzo, two of the funniest brothers I think I've ever seen. Like they both speak a little bit low and, and like, I don't know, they're just funny. Like uh, Joey was talking about a rookie the other day and this rookie, Chris Rumpf, he's very energetic. He's a pass rusher. His dad actually coaches the, um, is a defensive line coach for the Chicago bears. And this kid's talking. He's like, the offense don't want none. The offense don't want none. Like, let's get after him. Let's get after him. And Joey just turns to him and goes, dude, can you shut up? And like, he just starts <laughs> laughing. And so like Chris Rump obviously laughs knowing that that's just how Joey is. Joey has this dry humor and, and you just get a kick out of it. But I, I thought it would be fun to watch both Brosa brothers um, on the field at the same time, but it won't happen. Hopefully we'll get to hear from, uh, from Nick and Joey on, uh, on Thursday or Friday, but I'm, I'm interested to see the other Chargers connection, uh, Lorenzo with Jason Verrett. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. He, he works out with Keenan, uh, Allen and some of the charger players still down here in Costa Mesa during the off season. But man, when, when, when it was around 2015, 16, 17, the camp battles that or the battles that Jason Verrett had with Keenan Allen, they were incredible. I mean, both of them were just athletic one year i remember keenan got bigger then i look at jason i'm like jason did you get bigger he's like well yeah key got bigger so i got bigger i'm like wow so literally that that to me is a matchup everybody's gonna need to watch jason verrett against uh keenan allen that's a matchup for me that i'm just that's gonna that's where my eyes are gonna be at all times and right rightfully so because these two guys they're not gonna back down from one another they love one another they go oh, after yeah. they're not you know they're not afraid to mix it up um, I'm looking forward to it as well because you know they've been talking junk to each other in the offseason. And now, hey, you can't get along, you might as well get it on. So they're gonna definitely get it on. I'm looking forward to to see how Daniel Brunskill, this is the right guard, number 60 for the for the Niners. He he struggled at times. He went against a guy named Chris Jones. You know Chris Jones from the oh, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Put him on skates a couple times, put him in the backfield. So I'm gonna see if this offensive line. Some of these guys are going to be have to sure up their position because when Jimmy's in the game, he's going to need time. He's not as mobile as, as you know, as as Trace. So looking forward to some of those matchups. I know this is going to be a, an interesting preseason game. 
um, the way these two teams are going to go after, go after it. So Sunday, man, there's a lot of matchups. There's a lot of things we can look forward to. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, these joint practices, Lorenzo, are so much fun. I, how many how, did you guys do a lot of that uh, when you were in the NFL, or, or was that not as common? No, you know what? When we were in the NFL, bro, we would go, we would go to Mankato, you know, and we were oh. go to Mankato. So it was, it was, we called that the football belt. Where to be us, Chicago, the Saints, um, Kansas City. So you got to realize that was the frigging mecca. That oh, was you guys were rotating, right? Like one day you guys were practicing against one, and then that was that was what you guys used to do. Wow, you guys really were the. Yeah, we really, really went at it. I mean, we're, that's when I, I was telling you, Fernando, that we had we we're going against Kansas City. I was with the Saints, and we're mm. scrimming Kansas City, and one of my favorite players of all time, still look up to him, and a guy that I got to play against, but he was of course, of course older and latter part of his career is Ronnie Lott. And I remember being on the Saints and Ronnie Lott was on Kansas City and we were running this play. So my coach wanted to see what I was about. I'm a rookie. And it's called boss. That means back on strong safety. And it's a pitch play. Guard pulls down, kicks down guard and they pull out and then turn in. The hole opens up because the guard's pulling out. He's kicking out the, uh, the corner. Uh, Tackle's going down and the safety should be appear back on strong safety and we ran this play and it was first time ronnie lott and i was like oh god here we go boom coach loved it i gave it to you know i've delivered the blow we we ran that play a couple times and i held my own and jim skipper's jim skipper was my coach running back coach and he was walking in and ronnie lott walked beside him and said that 22 kid, you got a good one there. He's going to be all right. I didn't. So and then I kept walking. And then my coach came, Lo, come here, Lo, get over here. He said, Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Ronnie, 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 Ronnie gave you the props. He said, You're going to be all right. It just, it just, I got, I, I couldn't wait to get to my dorm room, you know, cell phones. Shoot. We had those big mailbox phones. So I, you know, you don't yeah. have to hear it. So the huge mailbox phone. So, I couldn't wait to get and just call some of my friends and tell people what the great Ronnie Lott said about Low Neal. And uh, it was just great because my coach was happy because my running back coach drafted me. But Kelly Skipper was my running back coach at Fresno State. So his dad drafted me to the Saints. So it was just good. So those two were talking. He was like, man, Lowe's doing good. So it was just a, one of those moments, man. So I know it was a long story, but we were talking about just being able to scrimmage against different teams and Yes, we got to scrimmage against them, Chicago Bears, and it was really, really neat. And it was a lot of time that I got to grow, and a lot of times it made me just better because I got to see these guys. And then at lunchtime, you could eat with them, whoever you wanted to eat with. So a lot of these guys I knew from college, and I got to talk to them. Or and some of them were just old veterans that I'm like, oh my god, I'm hanging out with you know John Randall, for instance. We plays against Minnesota, oh, wow. and I just I, you know I was just from a distance like, hey John, nice to meet you. You know what I mean? It was so. So I think those joint practices and especially the way that when I came up, that was very, very unique and very, very fun. You know what? I completely forgot that you guys used to do that. I mean, they would like you literally would be like with five or six other teams and and you guys would be in there together and it would just be like that. But, man, I can only imagine. I mean, I mean, watching Hard Knocks and all this stuff, you see the little fights that they had nowadays. It's just little little kid stuff compared to what I imagine the fights were when you guys were coming up. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Take off the kid gloves. I mean, <laughs> brother, these guys be throwing haymakers. Guys would be, you know, getting worked. I mean, dude, we came up in the days where some guys would bring their freaking guns and knives to the locker room, brother. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so a lot, a lot, a lot. Trust me, a lot has changed since then. Oh, yeah, no, I bet. And, and I mean, it's it's just a different it's different generations of everything. I mean, I it just that's how time goes. Time changes a lot of uh, different things. But, man, it's incredible to hear. I mean, honestly, like I love hearing the stories uh, that you bring. I mean, that's why I ask you. I'm like, I want to learn more and more. And I'm, I'm a nerd like that. Like, I just want to I could sit here all day and just listen to all the stories <laughs> you got to tell because they're fun. I mean, you have stories from from so many different teams that all of them are unique and they're different from one another. So it's incredible to listen to some of these and you're just like, Oh wow. Like when you talk chargers or saints or like when you go around to where you've been, it's, it's just incredible to hear uh, all those different places that you were at. Oh, it really was. It was so incredible. It's been a, such a great ride. And you know, San Diego, I know it's now the LA chargers, but those five years were magical. Being able to come to a team and that struggled only won four games the first year and the next year we went win 10. You know, the following year, 13, 14, 15 games to play for those teams and to just be where that lightning bolt, why that, you know, and be a charger. Yeah. It was just so amazing, man. Those 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 were those times that you just like, wow, I'm playing in a national football league. So I had so many great stories, so many great experiences that I had, you know, playing for so many different teams and being able to just meet so many different guys uh, in that process. Yeah, I know. I bet. And I mean. I can't like I know you were in Baltimore for for a year and I I, I just want to ask what uh what it was like to go up against 52 and and 20 like Ed Reed and 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 Ray Lewis they were just and Haloding like or I mean those guys were just they were on a different level I'm sure no no question it really was they were on a different level and they brought it those guys were guys that were very very active and they played with a lot of and they would get in your face and they pushed you they pushed you to be great so I, I, I love playing against those guys. And I love scrap practices against those guys. And I love playing against them in games. I mean, I remember playing for the Chargers and lining up against the Ray Lewis and saying, okay, Ray, here we go. You know, so you got to realize when I caught Ray, when I caught Ray, my, my years, I was a man. You know what I mean? Where it was like, <laughs> it wasn't like I was a rookie. You got to realize yeah. I was like hunting. I was a hunter by the time me and Ray together. Yeah, I was like, all right. I'm a, I'm a hunter now. I'm not, I'm not a young player. Like when I first came in the league and went against Ronnie Lott and those yeah. John, those guys that I looked up to when I came in the league, I came in before Ray and before those guys, Patrick Willis and the Brian Erlacher. So when I stepped out on the field, it was like, no, y'all gonna know me. Y'all might be the big names in the headlights in the head headliners, but y'all got, I got 41 reasons why y'all gonna remember me after the day, baby. Man, I, I still, I'm telling you, I still remember when you would get those swing passes from either Drew or Phillip. I don't even think you were going for the first down. I think you were looking for whoever was coming at you first and you would just knock them flat on their, on their behind. <laughs> hey, Fernando, I love that. I, I love that you were part of that, man. I'm the <laughs> love you were part of those moments. And yeah, they were like, when I caught it, they knew I was going to go to a fine contact. And that was my, mind. And I was I, like, coming at me, here I come. I'm coming at you first. I want to deliver the blow to you. 
you know what was funny is that I remember um, one time my uh, I, I would watch uh, games with my grandpa and everything. He's like, man, they I, 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 like one time I remember you ran over a corner. My grandpa's like, the police are going to be waiting for him after the game. And I'm like, why? He's like, he just abused that corner. And I started dying of laughter. I'm like, because I was a little kid. And I was like, wait, what? why is he going to get arrested? And he's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's a good thing. Like, he just abused that corner so bad. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I understood it. But I was just laughing because now, like, thinking back to it, I'm like, yeah, I remember he just ran over. A, I don't remember who it was, but he just ran him over. And, and literally, you, if he got up, you could probably see your cleat marks on his back. <laughs> Fun those moments was and just, you know, being able to put on those pads. And that's why, you know, this week, the guys there should enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Enjoy it. The inner the inner's practice, Niners coming up there playing against the LA Chargers, practicing against them. You learn so much. You take so many different things from these practices, how to position yourself, learning to play against other guys, how to practice safe. So you're going to see some good battles this week down there in LA. So I'm excited. I want to see, you know, I'd want you to see how the linebackers fly around, compare your linebackers, compare them to a guy like, you know, that you know that that the Niners are, they love, everyone loves what he does and what he brings to the table. And, you know, the signal caller and how good he is, Fred Warner. Get interesting to just watch Fred. Watch how instinctive he is and tell me how. So I want you to compare those positions, the linebacker position. And then, you know, you look at, you know, uh, Greenwood. Greenwood was, you know, played, had some big plays two years ago, yeah. removed from against Seattle. You know, yeah. Greenwood did a great job of, uh, you know, stopping guys on the goal line and just playing a, a great, uh, a great game. So looking forward to just seeing some of these guys, how they perform. Um, you look at Sermon, who's now is going to be back, you know, it's going to be starting because Nicky Bosa is not going to be playing. You know, Ackman, to see and watch what he brings to the table. DJ Jones, you know, number 93, you know, and then we'll see what happens with Kevin Glover, who's, you know, backing him up. So I want to look at these positions and just to see how these how these guys stand up and how they play, you know, in the face of one another. And what can they do? You know, uh, uh, you know, like Kevon Street, who's, you know, a guy who's been, you know, playing hard and getting after it. So really looking forward to, man, just some of these matchups up front against that offensive line. You guys, I love yeah. I love the offensive tackle. Tell me about tell me about this young kid. What has he been doing? And how do you think that how did he place last week against the Rams? Yeah, no, he he played well. And you know what's funny is that he went up against one of his former teammates from Northwestern. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name. I think his last name was Brown. Uh, they were both teammates at Northwestern for years. And you would think maybe he had a mental error. Like he knew exactly how Rashawn uh, would block him. Nope, Rashawn took him and just uh, kept him kept him straight. There was a play where um, Rashawn and the left guard, uh, Braden Hymas, uh, both of them are rookies. They go up and double block uh, uh, the defensive end, but then Hymas notices that uh, that the linebacker starting to pull in. So both him and Slater just pancake both the linebacker and the defensive end. So they 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 Rashawn Slater's the real deal. I mean, you can tell it from the coaches, you can hear it from the players. They all know what a kind of a player Rashawn Slater is. He's had some battles with Joey Bosa. I mean, Joey's gotten the best of him here, but then other times Joey, uh, but the other times Rashawn Slater's able to to hold him down. So I've been very impressed with Rashawn. It's going to be interesting to see um, if he really does. Like I said, he has a lower back injury, but it'll be interesting to see if he does suit up 
uh, Thursday, Friday, because if he does, he's going to be going up against a talented 49ers defense and it'll show more of what he has. Lorenzo, honestly, I wish I wish I could split myself in two so I could watch the offense against the defense and then the offense and the defense on the other side of the field. I wish there was a way for me to watch both, but I'm going to have to because I, 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 I definitely want to see more of um, of what of Trey Lance and and they, they during the draft they were calling him the next Justin Herbert so I definitely do want to ask uh, Herbert what he thinks of Lance and then ask Lance what he thought about being called the next Justin Herbert and because of his athleticism his strong arm everything so I I think there's a story brewing there Lorenzo that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to keep my eye on and my ears open to to uh, hopefully put that together and uh, and check it out. Yeah, I think you got to watch Trey because I, I think that when you watch him move outside the pocket, kind of he does some things. I'm not going to say he's Mahomes, but he's yeah. kind of got that can torque his body in some ways like Mahomes. He's a big kid, but he's lean and, and mobile and, and do some things. So I do want you to watch him. I want you to watch him, especially when he gets outside the pocket. So it'd be great for you to watch, kind of split it up, you know, yeah. go watch the defense, of course, some of the offense, because you want to see how that defense contains him. You want to see what the defense can do to contain a quarterback of this stature. Why? Because you think about who's on the Chargers schedule, Kansas city. What do they have? Mobile quarterback, a guy that can move, get in and out of stuff and get out, you know, get out of harm's way. So if you look at this, the the team, some of the teams that, you know, that the Chargers are going to be playing against, of course, you know, Denver maybe doesn't have as as a mobile guy. And then you, of course, you got the Raiders and car can move and run, but it's just a, it's just going to be a good matchup for, for the Chargers and their new staff. To find out, you know, how do we contain some of these, uh, a guy like this? What do we do, especially when you know they want to play action? Chargers know that the Niners is a team that want to run that read offense, the read option, stretch plays, stretch, and then boot. So one want to make sure that those guys stay home. I want to see if the guys are going to stay home and do take care of their own job because it's hard sometimes, especially when playing against a guy that's pretty mobile, like um, that they're going to see on Saturday. Yeah, no, and I mean, I saw that uh, that ridiculous eighty-yard. I think it was eighty-yard touchdown pass from Trey Lance. I, I <coughs> excuse me, I don't know who he. I can't remember which receiver he hit, but I was just impressed by that eighty-yard touch. And I, I remember the Chargers were about to play the Rams, and I saw that clip, and I, I showed it to somebody else. I'm like, damn, look at this Trey Lance kid. And they're like, yep, that's basically what you can expect. So definitely, uh, tomorrow it feels like tomorrow is going to be a, a huge reunion, just because. Uh, the Chargers have a, a kid named Easton Stick. He's a quarterback. He was at North Dakota State um, with uh, Trey Lance at one point. So they're good teammates. Jason Verrett, Keenan Allen, uh, Tony Jefferson, who's from San Diego, is going to be playing against uh, the Chargers. Fred Warner, um, who's from San Diego as well. So there's a lot of connections here uh, when it comes to both teams. So it's definitely going to be interesting. It's going to be something to keep an eye on just because you know both of these uh, both of these head coaches one of them's a, a, a great offensive mind. The other one's a great defensive mind. So it's going to be interesting to watch both of these teams go at it, but it's definitely going to be a, a lot of fun. No question. And, and Sheffield, that, that's, you know, that's when we're talking about the receiver 81. That was the guy, Trent, you know, Trent Sheffield, uh, Sherfield. He's the one who caught that long oh, ball. Wow. But when you look at the Niners receiver and core, it's going to be interesting because I think it's a good measuring stick to kind of see – where they are compared to the Chargers. Because when you look at the Niners, okay, we know the Chargers. I mean, everyone knows who the Chargers have. And Keenan, like you talked about, one of the better receivers, top five, maybe top seven receivers in the league. Some would say 
uh, some would say I'm saying it too high, but for sure, top 10. I think no one can argue that he's top 10 receiver, right? Um, but the Niners, man, Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels, <clears throat> you watch him. The guys, he's nifty. He started off the he started off, you know, last week with the big time catch, got the first down, caught the ball in the flat, made a guy miss. And then the next third down and third and four, you know what the, you know what who Jimmy G went to after that? The next one, another wide receiver. And I'll tell you his name because everyone talks about him, Brandon Ayuk. That's another guy who picked up some more. So do not you look at the Niners receiving core. Don't know if they have a slot guy, but Brandon Ayuk and Debo Sam, those guys can absolutely play and make some big plays. So I want you to keep an eye on those guys. It depends on how long coach decides to play those guys, but they are definitely playmakers. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, that's the thing is that it's going to be a good measuring stick for both, uh, but for both squads who, I mean, they, they have the 49ers should be back into form and, and should be close to being back to that playoff team that they were or that Super Bowl contending team that they were i mean they they have they're getting nick bosa back they're getting a lot of these players back and uh just need a little bit of work tweaks here and there charger an up-and-coming team who uh, they still have a lot of question marks left on their team can joe lombardi rebound from his days in detroit where he just did not do well as the offensive coordinator um can is it going to be too much for brandon saley to call it the plays on defense while also being the head coach of the team i mean they have a lot of question marks themselves and it's going to be interesting but for right now, all they can do is just take care of uh, of what they have to do, which is two joint practices against the 49ers, come out healthy, come out healthy out of this, and then come out healthy against the, the 49ers on uh, on Sunday and uh, and make sure that obviously they stay healthy, guys get the, the reps that they need. And, and, and obviously, like I said, it's just, it, 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 there's no other way to put it. it just, they just need to come out healthy out of this because the charge have not had a good track record when it comes to health, but right now it seems like knock on wood, uh, they're 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 relatively healthy. Guys are staying uh, upright, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting two days uh, to certainly watch for because it's two very good squads that are up uh, on the up and up, uh, definitely uh, on the up and up pretty soon. Yeah, and I think I think one of the things that we would have to agree with in Chargers, no one's really doubting necessarily the offense. But, you know, the questions is about the defense. The Niners, everyone talks about their defense, their defensive team. Everyone questions their offense. There's two guys that may not make this team, but I want you to remember these two guys in Saturday, Sunday, rather. You tell me how these guys play. I want you to write this one down. Hastings, number 23. Um, he's a running back. Do my call Hastings. That's the running back. And then uh, Jennings, number 15. 23 and 15. Two guys that I want you to keep an eye on outside shot guys to make the team. But these are two guys maybe shouldn't make the team, but these are two guys that are trying to show why they're going to make probably a practice squad team somewhere. Watch those two guys. I'm going to definitely take uh, keep an eye on that. I'm going to keep an eye on Trey Lance. And uh, I, <laughs> for some reason, I feel like I'm going to keep an eye more on the 49ers and I am the Chargers just because I want to see – uh, a new team. I mean, literally, we haven't seen a, a, another team come here since the 49er or the St. New Orleans Saints came in 2019. So it'll definitely be interesting. That was the year, Lorenzo, where Drew Brees came up to sign autographs with fans and they literally knocked the, fa- the barricade down. Security had to come up 
and try and push up the barricade because fans were just getting way too wild. And it wasn't just Saints fans. It was uh, Charger fans as well trying to get autographs from Breeze and and they were just getting crazy. And, and, and it's crazy, Lorenzo, because some fans were even sending their kids. They're like, hey, go get his autograph. And then once they were like, dad, I got the autograph. Hey, be careful with the kids. Be careful with the kids. I'm like, dang, you'd send your kid like that to get like literally suffocated just to get Drew Brees' autograph. I'm like, I understand he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But damn, I'm like, right. got to be right. careful with that. Right. Well, I'll tell you right now, man, I, I can't wait Saturday, be, Sunday, be here before we know it. Yep. Looking forward to it. You know, for you to, you know, probably maybe we'll, maybe we'll do think about doing something again on Friday or even Saturday. Kind of yeah, tell yeah, what yeah. You, let the listeners hear what you thought about practice. But looking forward to the next show. Also looking forward to watching this game on Sunday and then come with a great show on Monday and bring it to the listeners. But let us know, man. And, and we definitely, if you want to, can get it again this week and uh, let everyone know what you thought seeing at practice. Yeah, of course. We'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it up as a surprise for fans because, you know, we yeah. love we love to keep them on the up and up. But we, I definitely appreciate, uh, again, being on this show. I, I love uh, when our two heads collide, Lorenzo, and, and we uh, and we bring folks a great show. So that was definitely another another great one. And, and definitely be on the lookout because pretty soon we may be coming up with a special episode uh, coming up in the next couple of days. Yes. So take a look at, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, but we're going to be bringing it guys. Take care. It's been awesome. Talk to you soon, Fernando. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.